guest comes out of San Diego. Lincoln High School basketball coach, Coach Jeff, joins the show. We talk hoops. We talk life. Let's dive right in with Coach Jeff. Now, it, with all of this, what has basketball ta- teached you and you use in your daily life? In my daily life, what did basketball teach me? Basketball taught me how it, it taught me that you will face a lot of different obstacles in your life. Uh, I, I didn't play against stronger players, bigger players, tougher players, fundamental players. And just like in life, you're going to be dealt that type of those same type of situations. Right. And, it, and it's taught me, it's taught me for me, it's been basketball has been that tool to keep me out of trouble that at one time I got into. It, it, it was it helped me stay focused. It helped me stay out of out of the jail, out of prison. It helped me become, you know, and that's why I say I sacrificed a lot because growing up in Ohio for, when I was younger, you know, I got in trouble. I went to juvenile hall at 11. And when I got out, when I went in, I was pretty good at 9 and 10. But in juvenile hall, you don't get to practice. So when I got out, I wasn't really that good no more. The kids I was better than got better than me. So right. my dad used to always tell me I cheated the game. And once you start cheating the game, you need to get out. When you start finding yourself taking shortcuts or telling yourself, I ain't going to work out today, I'm going to go over here and do something else, then you cheat the game. In the game of basketball, you can't cheat. There's no way you're going to cheat in it. You know, when you cheat it, it will show. You will be exposed. So uh, that basketball taught me a lot. It's taught me how to fight through adversity because I've been through it. You know, uh, it gave me something. That, it's my outlet when I'm stressed. It's my outlet when I'm dealing with other situations in my life. It's just give me a ball in the gym and I'm good because, you know, the ball is not going to talk back to you. If you miss, you miss. <laughs> you got to adjust, you know. So uh, those are pretty much things that I got out of basketball. Yeah, I, I hear you, man. You know, I, I, come, I come from a rough neighborhood, too. I grew up in Skyline. And um, I, I had uh, a lot of family members go down the wrong beaten path. And uh, my dad putting a basketball in my hand uh, definitely kept me on a different path because I fell in love with the game so much that I did not want to dishonor it. Therefore, I did, I did go to school and I did get called names by my friends because I wasn't choosing to do what they were doing. Um, but looking back, and sitting down and just hanging out with my friends, they tell me that I, I did the right thing. And, and uh, hearing it not only from them, but knowing at that time I was doing the right thing, it uh, it blesses me every day. Um, I know that you started your Cougars program in uh, 93, and my cousin Brandon Alvarado was actually part of your program back in the day. Yeah. Um, um, but I, I know why you started it um, based off of your two brothers. Um, you're losing both your brothers through gang violence. How was that, and, and how did you overcome that? Well, I, one, I don't think you're ever overcoming. Um, it, it gave me a different perspective. It became now more that because basketball to me was my life. And, and like every like every inner city kid, I wanted a chance to, to get to the pros overseas. I mean, you know what I'm saying, get to the NBA. I had the luxury of getting the chance to play overseas a couple of times, but I want to get to the NBA. And the, the death of my brothers 
put a different perspective uh, because now I saw that, again, my grandmother said that my calling maybe wasn't the NBA. My grandmother always told me that I may be able to touch more people doing what I'm doing now than maybe being a pro athlete. So, uh, you know, the death, especially, the, you know, both of my older brother, you know, was gang-related, was involved in it. My younger brother wasn't. Um, so in two years, two losses of your biological brothers, it, it puts a it puts a whole you know mindset on what you want to do in your life. And I ain't gonna tell you that. You know, to be honest with you, I didn't. I'm not gonna tell you that. Oh, it was easy. I, you know, I got over it in the day. Like honestly, you know, it, it took me like maybe two two weeks, and it took me. I took a cousin of mine who was a gang related to tell me that I'm here for a different cause. Cause I did start going look for the people who killed my brother. Uh, I, I was out there being reckless when they killed him. I was doing things that would have got me killed or incarcerated, you know, because I was looking for who killed my brothers. So, but talking to people and figuring out that I can do something bigger and better and I'll make my brothers proud by helping kids, especially because Cougar started in, in the inner city. It started in the southeast. Right. I, I didn't start it to win, to win tournaments. I didn't start it to get shoe contracts and shoe deals. I didn't start it to be the best club team in San Diego. I started in the Southeast area just to prove a point that Bloods and Crips, from no matter where you're from, you can get together and play together. We started out of South, South Crest Park, Jackie Robinson YMCA. The first tournament we went to, we got smashed in LA. <laughs> we got smashed. And I sat down with the fellas and said, man, we don't put our differences aside. You know, we represent San Diego right now. We're not representing Skyline, Lincoln, the coast. We're representing San Diego. If we don't come together as one, we're going to continue to get beat down. And eventually, over time, we got better and better. But to see them now, them same guys that I had then are fathers now. And they're coming back in their coaches now, or they're, they're saying they're coming to games now, and they're bringing the same things that we taught them in 92 or 93. So, you know, it, it – Every day I get up, I, I, I make sure that, you know, I ask myself, I hope, I'm, you know, I'm doing what my brothers would want me to do, you know. And to me, it's gratifying. What I want to be in the league, I don't even look at that no more. I, I think, you know, I'm good. No, I, I think you're doing a bigger and better thing than being a part of the NBA. I mean, my, my father passed away very young. And I and I wish he to this day could see my son play um, hoops like uh, he got to see me. And um, I I really truly believe that my father is watching my son, um, looking down at him and and shooting hoops and making threes and shaking kids and making the right reads and passes. Right. And um and to me, me being in my son's corner and 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 taking him to Ryan and driving him up to Jordans and. And taking time out to to work with uh, other kids because you know my program is at a skyline too. Um, I think he's looking down at me and and he, and he's very proud not only of myself but of my son. And so I, oh, I yeah. commend you on what you're doing. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, the 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 other thing I have for you, um, coach, what is the most important thing? that you would leave behind three core values if you were to leave this earth today? You got to write them down before you leave. You're gone. You're wiped off this earth. God comes and takes you. What are the three core values you're going to leave? Uh, three core values I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave, first of all, I'm going to leave God. 
I'm gonna believe religion. I'm gonna, because with, to me, I don't believe in luck no more. I think my luck ran out years ago. I think my luck ran out when I when I got incarcerated at 11. I think my luck ran out when I, you know what I'm saying, when I got shot. I think so. To me personally, you know, it, it's no more luck. I will leave that. I will leave commitment. You committed to the game. You committed to getting yourself better. You committed to your community. You committed to changing kids' lives or people's lives. And probably the third one would be respect. Ooh, like that. Like all of those. Now, for um, for anybody listening, young high school athlete, young college athlete, what piece of advice are you leaving for these guys today? Advice? Live yeah. life, man. Be yourself. Impress yourself. That's that's my hashtag. Always me and impress yourself. Don't right. try. We wake up sometimes trying to press people that, and realistically, you press you try to press people who really don't really know you. You know, there's many people that think they know me, but they don't know me. Right. And they say, "I know you. I know Jeff, but but do you really know me?" So. What I do, what I do, I mean, I've had opportunities to move on to other things in my life. I had to do basketball. I've been offered to go coach where the elite players are. I, that's not me. I, I like Lincoln. I, I like when I coach at Morris. I like those kids. I like proving people wrong. And when they say Lincoln can't win or Lincoln's bad or Morris got bad kids and they've gone and graduate and they move on with their lives and they're good people and they're doing, they're giving back, that's, that's, that's showing you that. You can do anything you put your mind to. So more so, man, if I'm talking to kids, I'm telling them, press yourself. You know what I'm saying? Stay who you are. Don't let don't let rankings change you. Don't let what somebody's opinion change you. When, when writers write, writers got their own opinion. I don't really get caught up in writers because writers got their own opinion. Me and you will have different opinions on what we see kids doing in basketball. So, you know, some kids get frustrated. I'm not ranked. I, Jared Dudley wasn't ranked, and he went to the league. Right. Norman Powell. Norman Powell was ranked in what one hundred something. Rankings is what it is. It's somebody's opinion. Yeah, it's just an opinion. I I feel you on I feel you on that it's one. A, it's opinion, but I definitely I would tell kids be yourself, impress yourself, impress yourself. Yeah. Okay. So like your motto is, it's bigger than basketball. What what is that all about? It's bigger than basketball means. This game of basketball or sports will come to an end, you know. And, and when it does come to an end, what are you, what are you, what are you doing next? What, 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 uh, uh, what's your next goal? You know. And and me, yes, everybody wants to win championships. You know, we we coach lives. My mentality is we coach lives. I don't I don't coach to win championships. I coach to win lives championships. When I can say a kid who people say wouldn't make it makes it you know i oh. i've been that kid you know i'm that special ed kid i'm that kid that was labeled special ed i'm that kid who was in a special classroom i'm that kid i got who emotional disturbed i'm labeled 5150 and and, and somebody kept telling me I'm, I'm all right but somebody kept telling me i'm gonna be all right you, you are you're gonna make it just you, you're gonna do all right just stay stay the path stay your focus and uh it's bigger than basketball means that you know while we coaching to win, we should be coaching to win more lives, you know. And yeah. I don't have a high school championship, but it doesn't – I don't feel bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I got a runner-up. We got the CIF two years ago. We, we didn't – we lost by four to Santa Fe Christian, a, great, a, a very good team. 
and, and even the loss, it hurt a little bit. But you know, out of that seven seniors, they all left and went off to college. So, so technically, I won. Yeah, you won. We won. That's big time. We won. We won. You know, yeah. we won. So that's why it's bigger than basketball. Some people may not see a lot of career on your wins and losses, and how many titles and banners you have in your wall, or how many. I don't. I don't need that. I, it's bigger than basketball. I live by it because I know at the end of the day, when they graduate, they move on. I, I got a resume of kids who've come back and said thank you. That are grown men and women now. Yeah, and 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 you want it by just, you know, putting on the increase the peace is a phenomenal event you put on every year. Um, my son and I have had the pleasure of being being a part of it the last three years. I, I absolutely love it. Um, you know, you, you've also won an award for the Blue Heart Foundation Man of the Year this year. You also won the Martin Luther King Award last year. I mean, how, how does that feel, just winning those awards in your community? You know what? It, it, feels, it, feels, it feels great because it shows that, you know, somebody else out there sees what I've done. But, you know, and, and I appreciate every award I've got. And, um, but I think the biggest award for me is the pat on back for my grandmother. Uh, I think right. that's, you know, that's when she nods her head because, again, I was the child to put, you know what I'm saying, put her through a lot, put my parents through a lot. But to, to see my mom and dad and my grandmother approval, I mean, that's, you know, that, that's the biggest word I, I think I've gotten so far. The ones I got from Blue Heart, great. I, man, it's a great organization. Uh, Tracy does a great job. I appreciate that award. Jackie Robinson, YMCA, Michael Bunker, you know, you know, your name with Martin Luther King, that's that's great. And it shows that that I do it for the, for my reason. You know, it's not a, I, I've not been coach of the year. I haven't been, you know, coach of my league. And I never, and I, and I never blinked. I never was upset about that. And I never really cared if I got Coach of the Year, uh, because the people that have seen me and I have gotten these awards from knows what I'm really doing it for anyway. So. Yeah. No, man, that's deep. I love that. Um, I got, I got a few more questions. Um, they're kind of fun before we wrap it up. Um, so I'm gonna rapid fire these ones to you, Coach. What's your favorite right. Jordan shoe? Elevens. <laughs> the elevens? Yeah, elevens. Okay, but what color? Uh, let me get a North Carolina ones. North oh. Carolina blue. Okay, liking them. I'm liking those. I thought you would have might have said the Space Jams, but hey, I'm liking my <laughs> North Carolina. I'm liking that. <laughs> favorite basketball player ever? My dad. Oh, I like that. I'm liking that. Okay. Favorite NBA player ever then? Benny Johnson. Ooh. Yes. I'm liking that one too. <laughs> okay. Favorite move to favorite move you ever did that you like just saucing somebody with? Hesitation crossover to a three. Okay. Like it. Favorite move you love to teach? Or situation? Triple, triple threat rep. Attack the middle. Great. And how can people find you to reach out to you, sir? You can you can email me jharp.harris at gmail.com. My Twitter is jharpharris. 
my Facebook is J.R. Paris. My Instagram is J.R. Paris. So. Or you can come on down to Lincoln High School, watch the coach, watch us play. You can find me in Southeast San Diego. Uh, you can find me on the sideline in San Diego Kings. Uh, so make sure y'all come out this year and check that out also. So did you say Coach Jeff? You can find me. Beautiful. Hey, man, Coach, I'm loving the heat that you brought today. Uh, thank you so much for being on my show, man. Um, to the podcast world, go follow Coach Jeff. My man just dropped crazy knowledge. Thank you, Coach Jeff. I appreciate it so much. I appreciate you, man. You keep doing what you're doing, man. You keep changing the world. keep changing these kids' lives. And, uh, man, again, I always say you. Stay your grind. Stay your back. I will. I will. Uh-huh.